We good to go? It feels like the perfect night for SwiftCast, a Taylor Swift podcast by the fans for the fans. Hey, everybody. Hi! And welcome to episode 29 of SwiftCast. This is Nate. Belle. Haley. And we have a very special guest joining us. She is our social media correspondent. Everyone say hi to Jill. Hi, hi Jill. We're hi, so guys. happy you're here. I'm happy to be here. Welcome to your first guest spot on our show. Yay! Thank you. Many more to come, I hope. <laughs> yes. We will drag you kicking and screaming. <laughs> oh, God. And they'll probably be kicking and screaming. <laughs> probably will be. We're a hyper group. What can I say? All right, just as a reminder to our listeners, um, if you would press the subscribe button on iTunes, and once you do that, it'll download the latest episode for you automatically. So um, it'll just make it easier for you every week um, to listen to us. So, um, Also, another ra- reminder, uh, we do have a store now. So, so do it. Uh, we, we have, have all kinds of... <laughs> <laughs> and so we have all kinds of fun merchandise, um, and every purchase that you make um, kind of helps us bring you the episode for free. It's not free for us to produce the, the podcast, so it's a great way to get some merchandise out of it and, and help support um, help support us. So uh, if you want, you can check us out. It's www.cafepress.com slash swiftcast stuff. All right, and now uh, let's get into the media episode. We're going to start off with some red shows. Um, Belle, why don't you take it away? All right, so while the rest of us here in the U.S. are completely sad-facing because the tour's been over for over a month and we're all having, like, withdrawal symptoms and, you know, we're having to go to, like, red rehab and everything here, uh, it has been really bad. It's, 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 been, it's been bad. And I haven't been able to fully stay away. Like, I've been, you know, I haven't been able to, like, be at a concert, but I've been on, like, YouTube, like, enjoying the virtual experience and getting my, my fix that way, you know. We've been kind of going through that. Uh, but for the rest of you that aren't in the U.S., for some of you that are overseas and say like the U.K. and Australia and um, New Zealand, you still have the Red Tour coming your way. So um, just know that right now I am insanely jealous of you and I'm thinking of like flying overseas and possibly taking over your life for like one day just so that I can go in your place to the Red Tour if you're going to happen to go. And also know that I'm completely kidding, so don't be afraid. <laughs> oh, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway for those of you um in new zealand and australia and london and also germany um there's going to be three shows in auckland and those are going to be november 29th november 30th and december 1st so make sure that you get your tickets if you have not gotten them yet and also i'm jealous um december 4th she's going to be in sydney australia so get your tickets and if you don't then you fail <laughs> um december 7th in brisbane also get your tickets you don't you fail december 11th perth i hope you already have your tickets and if you don't you fail december 14th in melbourne oh Oh, sorry was i getting repetitive (laughs) just a little december 14th in melbourne guys same thing as i said for the past four shows or so and now we're gonna you know cross the pond to you know the, the lovely uk here and Taylor's going to kick off five shows in London on the 1st, the 2nd, and the 4th of February, and also the 10th and the 11th. Now, in between those awesome five shows, she's also going to be stepping, you know, across the border temporarily to uh, Berlin, Germany on February 7th. So I'm guessing that she had, you know, originally she had only had a couple of London shows and she kept on adding more as they kept on selling out really fast. So I'm guessing that she, you know, the the Berlin show, even though it was announced later, was probably on the roster. And then the the shows on the 10th 10th and 11th in London were probably added 
you know, as filler after that. So all of you people in Germany, you're like the sandwich in a London package. It's awesome. <laughs> and, I'm still uh, wondering how. I'm still wondering how she's going to do that. If she's going to move her stage from London to Germany back to London. Uh, yeah, and yeah, that's an interesting execution there. But you know what? She's rich. That's true. Yeah. Well, she's so I mean, she, she can, can do, do it. <laughs> she can. Do, when you're rich, you can do what you want. You know. I mean, for the most part, you know. I mean. She has people. You know, she makes we'll, the we'll, rules. We'll, our people will call Taylor's people and we'll figure this out for you, okay? <laughs> we don't have people. No. I, I was having a moment of wishful thinking. We don't Jill have people. Jill is our people. Jill is our people. I'm exactly. People. She is our, she, Jill is our, our, our consultant, so. Oh, you're going to be yeah. let down then. <laughs> <laughs> Crushing us. Why are you doing this? Why? Oh, also, we want to mention that. um. A UK boy band uh, called The Vamps is opening up for Taylor's London shows, and it hasn't been officially confirmed yet whether they're going to also be opening for the Berlin show, but since Berlin is the sandwich of the London shows, I'm thinking maybe. maybe They're also huge fans of Taylor Swift. They are. It's it's adorable. They fangirl over her so much. It's very, very, very cute. Um, One more thing we have to mention is that a couple of really, really lucky US Taylor fans got an amazing surprise that I am forever seethingly jealous that I was not there for. Um, Taylor's awesome U.S. opener, Ed Sheeran, uh, did a couple of Madison Square Garden shows and still has a few to go. And um, on November 1st, uh, he had a very special, special guest. The lovely Queen Taylor herself showed up at Ed's show. So it was like the tables have turned. And I love that she was wearing an I Heart Ed t-shirt and the heart was... That she had personally made... Yeah. It was adorable. And they sang Everything Has Changed, kind of like on her tour, and it was so cute. And I saw the video and I was practically crying. And just a fun fact about that is that they sang the one they originally recorded, which was Ed's extended version. That was actually the original recording of that song. Beautiful. And they played it on the exact guitars that they wrote the song on. My Swearin feels were just out of control. <laughs> out of control. <laughs> I was like, like crying by yourself in the fetal position. In the corner. I was. I was like in the fetal <laughs> position on my bed, sobbing, <laughs> like clutching my Kindle, like there was like nothing else in the world. Like this, like, like I was on Noah's Ark and it was sinking, and I was just like, why? <laughs> Wait, wouldn't that be more a reference to the Titanic and it was sinking? No, because Noah's Ark would be the last thing on Earth that was like afloat, and it was. Bell will go down with the so, ship. Okay. Yeah. No. So in Titanic, I mean, the world is still there. You just you, you might be SOL if you happen to be on the boat, but the rest of the world still exists. If I went on, if I was on an Ark, uh, the Ark would be like the very last piece of possible hope in humanity, and that was going down. And I'm being really dramatic. Hi. Let's let's move on here, shall we? So anyway, all kinds of exciting news about uh, about the Red shows. So. Uh, I'm super jealous. I wish I was still going to Red Tour. I wish there was still some shows I could go see. But I know you guys are going to have a ton of fun overseas. I know a lot of you cannot wait. So congratulations if you just got your tickets for that. Because, yeah, I, I'm sure, yeah, we all are insanely jealous. So You deserve if you didn't, them. you fail. <laughs> you don't fail. Definitely Sorry. the color theme of this podcast today is green. I'm going to go to my corner now and let me continue. So anyway, uh, now we're going to be moving on um, to our next segment. Keeping up with Swift. Woohoo! Woo! 
All right, so the first thing we have is the CMA Awards are airing November 6th, so this Wednesday. Taylor is nominated for Entertainer of the Year, the only female nominated in this category as well. Female Vocalist of the Year, Album of the Year for Red, Single, Musical Event, and Music Video of the Year, along with Tim McGraw, Keith, and Keith Urban for Highway Don't Care. And it's really cool because she will be performing a special special ensemble of red did you just say ensemble <laughs> <laughs> ensemble <laughs> i'm being french oh, oh you are so ensemble. special ensemble i feel like ensemble. i'm wearing one of the hats while i say it too we're totally having a french moment it's awesome oh we should also include Haley that um we are going to be uh doing a special edition uh covering the cmas so Keep a lookout for that. Yep. And we will also be live tweeting. So we yes. will. So be following us. I will at be Smith live Cast tweeting 13. for you guys. Jill's going to be on the top of that one, our social media yep. girl. So I'll make sure you're following us night. at Swiftcast13. At your service. <laughs> <laughs> um, so actually, Swifties are in the running for fan favorite for the 2013 People's Choice Awards. So you can help determine the final nominees and you can go right over to peopleschoice.com and vote for Swifties so everyone can know what a great fandom we are. Do it. I, Do it. We are a great fandom. I got to say, I think we fandom. got this. I think we got this. I think we deserve this. So let's all vote for Swifties. I don't know. I mean, granted, Swifties are very enthusiastic fans and I definitely believe in us. But, you know, there's a couple other fan bases that are really eager too. So guys, don't, 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 um. Don't assume that everyone else will vote. Your vote counts. Thank you, Jill. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god, she's like the voice inside my head that sounds better than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So our next bit of Taylor news, um, today, November 3rd, uh, which is Sunday, the day that we're recording, um, Taylor uh, is in the United Kingdom. And she was on the X Factor UK with Gary Lightbody, and they performed the last time. Um, it's to help promote their new single, which is tomorrow, November 4th, um, that they're releasing the last time. So, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a great performance. So, yeah. If you guys haven't seen it yet, check it out. Um, you know, I thought it was a good performance, but I will say I, I felt like Taylor was incredibly on key. And I feel like Gary kind of wasn't. I, I, mean, I love the, the performance, but I really felt like he was a little off, a little off pitch. Taylor did but sound still, just like the recording. performance. <laughs> and Taylor also presented an award at this year's BBC Radio 1 Teen Awards today um, as she performed on the UK X Factor uh, at Wembley Arena um, in London and um, she also performed at this event last year in 2012 if you guys remember so um, yeah it was pretty cool she had a big day today she has a big day every day every lots day. of Taylor news and since we're talking about things that happened today in the UK she was also on Max on Capital Capital FM. Capital FM. Yeah, Capital FM. And she was. Yep, she did an interview. And she did with the interview. So that was pretty cool. And it's on their SoundCloud if you haven't heard it yet. One more interesting piece of Taylor news that we are probably never going to ever have to announce Taylor slept today. Wow. That's like (laughs) never going to happen. We're never going to announce that. (laughs) I'm just saying, she's really busy. Like, she just doesn't sleep, apparently. Either that or she just has incredible time management. And if that's the case, I want the uh, referral number to her PA. Yeah. <laughs> I think she gets caffeine implants. Seriously? 
I do that too. <laughs> For real. Do you have caffeine implants? Mm-hmm. Nice. They were nice. I, 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 need to, I need to get on that. Yep. Also, another piece of news that involves Taylor and awesome places like London, or as she calls it, Funden. Uh, she's going to be performing at Kensington Palace on November 23rd at the Winter Whites Gala. Um, the gala is organized by Centerpoint, which is like a charity for homeless people. Bon Jovi is also going to be performing, so it's going to be a pretty cool a pretty cool gala, and it's for a really good cause, and Taylor is awesome. So, yeah, hopefully they're going to air that and we can see. I really like the word gala. Gala. I always say gala. I don't know if, like which one is actually correct or if it's just a different ma- or, or if it's both. just a matter of accents. Gala, hmm. gala. I just love it. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Pretty much. Potato, and today potato. on the segment of Haley's favorite words. <laughs> <laughs> First, Haley starts speaking French. <laughs> Haley is having like a language again, a language aganza today. She's having a fun day. <laughs> she is fun with words. Yeah. Presented by Haley. Another awesome thing that happened today was YouTube had their YouTube and Music Awards, which Taylor was nominated for Artist of the Year, which she did not win. It went to Eminem. But her single, I Knew You Were Trouble, was nominated for the YouTube Phenomenon Award. And it won! Yay! I knew that was trouble when it walked in. Yeah, we knew it. It was a phenomenon and it was awesome. We knew it was trouble. So, another piece of exciting news about nominations, the Red Tour is nominated for three Billboard Touring Awards this year. Um, the nominations are Best Package, Concert Marketing and Promotion Award, and Eventful Fan Choice Award. Woo. So, that's exciting, three of them for the Red Tour. I if I if I felt like standing up right now, I'd do a little I do dance a little jig in celebration. So, you can just like imagine me awkward dancing a jig, but I don't, yeah. Mm. Moving on. I could actually see that. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of actually played it in my head. (laughs) I'm sorry. All right, so we got another piece of news here. Um, The ACA nominations have been officially announced, and um, Taylor is nominated for a whole mess of awards, uh, of course. So Taylor is nominated for Artist of the Year, Female Artist of the Year, Single of the Year for Begin Again, Single of the Year for Vocal Collaboration for High We Don't Care with both Tim McGraw and Keith Urban, and Song of the Year for High We Don't Care. Um, and the award goes to the songwriters um, Mark Irwin, Josh Keir, Brad Warren, and Brett Warren. Um, she's also nominated for Touring Artist of the Year, GAC Music Video of the Year for Begin Again, and Music Video of the Year um, for Group Collab for High We Don't Care. So... I don't know Yay. how many that was there, but that Yay, was like Taylor. Least, that was like eight or nine or ten or something. Something That's infinity. So basically the entire award show. So basically, basically the it. entire award show. <laughs> Go with Taylor. And, um if you guys want to tune in, we still have a bit of time before they actually air. Um they're going to air live on December tenth from Las Vegas. So um be sure to check that out. I know I know I'm sure all of you will be, so And if you can't, we'll definitely be live tweeting it for you. So I have some news that's actually not specifically Taylor news, but a lot of fans of Taylor are also fans of this wonderful ginger god, so... It's pretty much Taylor news by now. 
Yeah, this is true. This is true. So our favorite little ginger, Mr. Ed Sheeran, uh, is trying to raise 250k to help support early cancer detection um, and prevention and everything for Let's F Cancer. I'm sure y'all know what the S stands for, and I wish I could say it. There's a second piece to this lovely news about Ed that makes me really, really happy. Uh, he's selling off chances to go on a date with him. Like, for real. Um... <laughs> There are various amounts that you can donate, and each level of donation, in addition to, like, the entries for hanging out with them, uh, also has, like, accompanying prizes, including, like, a t-shirt, a signed poster, a signed A-Team lyric sheet, so cool, and more. Uh, you can check all of this out at www.dinewithed.com for the full details and video. It is a great way to have fun while supporting cancer prevention, so go, Ed! And I really want to win that day, but if I don't, good luck to anybody who does, for real. If you- It'll be me. If you win, um, it's actually you and a friend, so can double date. Mm. Have I mentioned that every single person that listens to this show and donates to this cause is my best friend? <laughs> meaning, meaning Belle wants you to take her. Yes. Oh, that, because, that I, because I'm going to win? Maybe. We'll think about it. <laughs> I'll decide when I win. <laughs> I love all of you. It'll my actually be me and best friend Taylor, and we're going to go on a date with Ed, so... Um, no. That's not gonna happen. Okay, I, I can't actually hate that. That's actually a good idea, too. <laughs> Alright. Now it's time for some random stuff that I wanted to talk about that's not really news, but I wanted to talk about it. Taylor's hair! Ooh. I love it! It's curly. Me too. It's not, like, curly-curly, but it's, like, curly-wavy, and I love it's it. It's wavy. I feel like the, the the hair change is like a, a sort of like a preview of you know the new era to come. Well, she also told J fourteen, I think it's a magazine, that they're growing it out. She's growing out her bangs. Oh yeah, she did. She did say that interview that she wanted to grow out her bangs. I actually believe that it was um, her kids interview. Oh, okay. It was her kids was interview. Just... She told them that she is in the process of growing out her bangs. So see what happens with that. I want to see Taylor with longer bangs. It's a nice, the wavy hair is a really nice change from the pin straight. Yeah. I think I really she she was long overdue for a change. I do like the waves. I think they're very pretty on her. I think Taylor's hair looks great however she wears it, so. <laughs> oh, Nate's going for bonus points over there. <laughs> Nate, you mean you don't have any, you don't have any fashion comments on Taylor's hair? Fashion comments on her hair? Um, well... I don't even know what to say. I, <laughs> okay. I mean, you guys, you have to understand that you were also saying, asking a guy this question, and guys are basically trained mm -hmm. to say, "Honey, you look beautiful, no matter what you want to do." Hey, like, well, in in guys' defense, uh, it, they mean it every single time. So, <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. At least I mean. And it they're also trained time, so. to say that. Um, no, no. <laughs> yes, they are trained to say that. Don't ruin our secret. <laughs> <laughs> I know all your secrets. Alright, I want to get some more input on whether or not you guys think there's going to be a Red Tour DVD, since we're now at the very end of the tour of the U.S. leg, going into, you know, the worldwide Okay, leg. I think there will be. Definitely. Um, I was thinking about this, and on the Speak Now DVD, uh, she has in the intro about how she's saying hi to all the different countries. Granted, she did the tour in a different order that she did for Speak Now, so maybe she's waiting until after the international shows to compile the DVD. So just so she can, you know, include all the different countries, or at least, you know, her saying her saying hello to a lot of different one kind. So, I think she's doing that too. I think she's just waiting for the rest of the tour. I absolutely think there will be a DVD. 
there's no way that this tour is going to go without a DVD. Yeah. Agreed. I really hope she does it soon, too, to be honest. It'd be nice if she could do it before 2014, so the album isn't released the same year. Hopefully it'll come out before then. Yeah. You'd think she would do it for Christmas, too, or at least so that um, before the, the excitement of the tour dies down, that she'd get it out there and get some sales going. Yeah. But. I think there'll definitely be a DVD. It just depends on when. Yeah, so so far it looks like February is going to be the last date, so maybe the end of February, beginning of March, by the latest. Unless Possibly. she adds some more. I agree, and I also think Taylor Nation is well aware that us Swifties have this addiction to the Red Tour, and so they're not going to leave us completely high and dry and suffering through a massive withdrawal. They're going to, you know, throw us a piece of candy here and there, so there's definitely going to be the Red Tour DVD to help tide us over. Maybe we'll actually see some of her performances in the other countries. That'd be good. Hmm, I think it's just too big. It's too big of a tour to go, you know, without a DVD. It's been her biggest one yet, so I mean... Yeah, it has. So, circling back and talking about Ed, he played some new songs, especially one that made Belle's <laughs> heart go pitter-patter. It did. Very, very swearingness. So, let's let's go ahead and talk about that song. Okay. So, first of all, I'm just going to say this. In my opinion, and suspicion... Well, why don't we say completely... the name of the song? Tenerife Sea. I never know how to pronounce it. I always want to say tentacle, it's, and I'm like, no, it's it, like it basically it basically sounds like Tennessee. Yeah, that that help that help that's helpful. Thank you. Yes, Tenerife Sea, and um, it is it's a really beautiful song, and um, a lot of people suspect that it's about Taylor. Ed's manager took to Twitter to deny the fact that it's about Taylor, but I really don't believe him. <laughs> there are too too many coincidences. Ed also denied that it was about. Taylor and said that he it was about a friend but I mean a friend I think anybody's um, I think anybody's gonna deny it if they're a asked friend, a friend yeah. exactly yeah might not be a romantic friend but Taylor is a friend I think they're trained to deny it yeah pretty much pretty much yeah first of all the, the, the title itself TS is throwing that out there second of all uh, there's a specific lyric in the song and I knew you better Hello, everything has Hello. changed. <laughs> There's actually multiple specific yeah. lines that could yeah. be all about Taylor. There's yeah. so many. Like, basically the entire song. Basically just the entire song. I mean, yeah. A lot of people believe that... A lot of people believe that it was about the girlfriend he had for the past nine months that no one seemed to know about, but I think I think here we all still believe it's about Taylor. Swearin fully activated. Yeah, I think that um, if you have not heard it, go to YouTube, look it up, watch it, and then try to tell me it's not about Taylor. For real. Either way, it's a really pretty song. It really it is. It really is beautiful. And you Ed's should listen to it anyway. Ed's voice is definitely a combination of Fergie and Jesus. Bottom line, though, I'm positive it's about Taylor, so. <laughs> As am I. <laughs> me too. I mean, just from a, just from like a political standpoint, or like a you know, a public or publicity, I don't know how you, how you want to put it, but um, it, it just makes sense to, to deny it as, you know, they, they try to have a professional relationship, and if they mix that with a personal one, then, I mean, it, it just kind of defeats the entire purpose, especially with the way that the media is and the way that me, people like to misconstrue things, and the fact that Ed's career is taking off and, you know, blah, 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 all kinds of stuff. So And he it, wants it to respect Taylor. Right, exactly. It, I mean, it just, there are so many more factors into it, and it just makes so much more sense that, that 
to deny that it would be about Taylor. Also, from a, um, a public standpoint, like denying it's about Taylor just makes people like that much more intrigued and interested, and they're going right, to exactly. listen to the song, and they're going to try to analyze it. Like you're you're creating attention by denying the obvious. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, it is a fairly smart move. You know, and it just if it is about the more Taylor, that you deny, the more that you deny, the more right that we know it is. But at the same time, we're doing exactly what you want us to do, which is discuss it, be intrigued about it. You know, if it is about Taylor, I was really surprised he sang it so openly. I'm. I guess I was just surprised to hear him sing that. Maybe they're secretly dating. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Uh, before he brought her out, he did make a speech about best friends falling in love. He did. My heart is pitter pattering again. Though he, though he prefaced it by saying he was dedicating it to a friend, he still made the speech before Taylor came out. True that. So, if you guys have any opinions or anything like that on on what you think, or if you if you feel like we left something out or whatever, um, you can feel free to email us or contact us. Uh, let us know what you guys think about about Ed's new song. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. Do it. All right, so now we are going to move into our mini segments. You! I'm sorry, I got excited. I like mini segments. I love mini segments. So our first mini segment comes from at 24SwiftyLove13, and they say, Taylor is in London, literally one hour, 20 minutes away, and I'm not. Hashtag SwiftyProblems. That's sad. sad. We feel your pain. Sad. Especially because you're in London. She's like almost never in London, or at least or like once a year. We feel your pain. Our next one comes from at Taylor's Guitar, and they say, When Taylor sneezed on stage, hashtag Red Tour Memories. This is a live show, people. <laughs> I love how just like the littlest things that Taylor does on tour, this fan base just like rolls with. Like the fly that flew into her mouth? Her nose. The fly, the fly. Yes. Blowing her nose, which we were there for. We were. We were, we were there for that. <laughs> you blow that yeah. nose, girl. You, you blow, blow that, that nose, nose. girl. <laughs> uh, something as simple as taylor blowing her nose with nate trying to record that oh man that oh yeah that security guy he was you, all up in my face you know you know you've made it big in the industry when you blow your nose and everybody freaks out <laughs> <laughs> so true so true all right our next one is from natalia via email and her swifty bucket list is meet taylor duh <laughs> meet the agency meet taylor's family get club red See Taylor's sparkly guitar up close. See all of all of the Nashville shows for another tour. We did that. Hi. <laughs> and uh, see see all the pictures that were in the Mind Music video, the ones that were like hanging on the strings. Our next one is from Kenda Faith thirteen twenty one. I want to open my Wonderstruck perfume, but then again, I don't because it looks so pretty in the packaging. Swifty problems. So our next one comes from at Horn Swift Cat. On March 23rd, I saw my two role models for the first and second time. Ed Sheeran first and Taylor Swift second. Hashtag Red Tour memories. Good memories. Aww, good, good, good memories. And we have another one from Tay La 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 on TC. Just wants a hug from Taylor for her Swifty bucket list. Aww. We all want that. Yeah. I love Taylor hugs. I want a Taylor hug. Someday. So our next one comes from Rose Garden over Madison Square on Taylor Connect. And they just want to meet Taylor once on their Swifty bucket list. Me too. Me too. That'd be cool. Just one time, you know. Just once. That's all I want. Our next one is from Long Live T-Swift. Going to another country to get Taylor Coke cans because they don't sell them in yours. Swifty problems. You went to another country just to get Coke cans? What country do you live in? And what country did you go to? 
That's dedication. I got that is serious dedication. You know what? They don't. They don't even. I am in the U.S. and they don't even have them where I am. So, I gotta know this information. I still gotta find them around me. Yeah, if you find some, send me some. Heck yeah! (laughs) I probably won't be opening them, so the next time I see you, I'll probably just bring some. Yes. Our next one is from Enchanted One O One Six on Taylor Connect. Swifty bucket list. In my dreams, we all actually buy the house next to Taylor's in Rhode Island and have a Swifty vacation house <laughs> and a huge hangout and have no trespassing signs to say, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Swifties only. Nice. <laughs> That's a good dream. If you're not we a Swifty, I knew you were trouble when you walked we in. <laughs> actually, we actually saw the house next to Taylor's. We did. We did. Nate and I went and visited Taylor Swift's house in Rhode Island. It was really cool, by the way. Yeah, we was, have pictures on our Twitter. It was very it cool. It was very cool to see it in person. So. They were very nice. It's as big as it seems. So our next one comes from at Peeves and Co. Not being able to find any interviews of Taylor on YouTube that you haven't watched. Dot dot dot. Sigh. Swifty problems. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem too. That is a lot of that is a lot of videos. I think I have that problem too. I think I've probably seen them all. Ditto. Thousands and thousands. <laughs> Our next one comes from at 17 underscore Serena on Twitter. And there's Swifty problems. I was going to be Taylor Swift for Halloween, but I feel like only my friends would get it. Now you can't just, you know, do a skirt, like a, you know, country style dress and carry around a sparkly guitar. She has so many things now. Yeah. Get yourself some high-waisted shorts. <laughs> so true. Bangs in a, in a black top hat. You're good to go. Wear like a striped top and or, some yeah, shorts. Striped top. <laughs> uh, so we're going to do something a little unique for our main discussion tonight. Uh, we're going to be basically, okay, here's the deal. It's going to be about a year before Taylor releases her fifth album. So we have a whole year in between now and then before that happens. So we're just going to go a little crazy and maybe talk about things, you know, that we think she might be doing within the next year to pass that time, whether it's realistic things or things that we can just come up with that are just funny we're just going to have a, you know, a free-for-all discussion here. So, you know, bear with us, laugh with us, or more more accurately, probably at us. And, you know, sit back and enjoy <laughs> right, it. Bill. I believe Taylor was, I believe Taylor was actually, Taylor was actually asked this exact question in her interview tonight. To, yeah, like today. Yeah. What she, uh, what she hopes will happen within the next year and what she hopes what will not happen. And I believe her answer was just utter disaster. Oh. <laughs> she says that she hopes utter disaster will not happen and people don't start hating her. See, now, if I were Taylor over the next year, I would take a little time off to do things like spend a lot of time with Ed. I mean, what was that? <laughs> it was just a suggestion. I mean, go hang gliding, go do couple things, you know. Um, oh, jeez. Side-eyeing myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard. After this summer, it's weird to think what she'll be doing to spend her next summer yeah i I think think she'll be at her rhode island house a lot as much as she she will be Mm -hmm. she likes spending time at her summer house probably be hanging out with meredith a lot she only i mean she only just bought the house this year and she didn't get to spend much time there uh this past summer so i think next summer she'll be as there as much as she can i mean it's a beautiful place i mean it must be weird to have like three different houses you know like, to literally live in, like, three different places. I don't know. I'd equate that to, like, having, you know, your grandma's house, your house, you know. Summer um, home. Or uncles or, you know, wherever. You know, a best friend, you know. It's just, like, another place that, you you know, you're acquainted to. I wouldn't think it's that weird. 
And I really, in I her really case, only it's like think, a mansion, I guess. But. Yeah, I mean, I really it's only think huge. it's her summer home. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt she'll be there much in the winter. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Which obviously cool. not. She'll be on tour, but I think it's more of a summer home to her. If we look at what she did um, last time, like between her albums, like that that last summer, um, then uh, like the events that happened that summer, that's what inspired the. Um, that's what inspired 22 and yeah. the music video behind that and everything. She just spent a lot of time hanging out with her friends and stuff. So I mean, who, who knows? She might find a summer love. Right. Exactly. That'd be yeah. very nice. Maybe in England. Maybe in England. Maybe a nice English fellow. <laughs> maybe in England. Maybe a ginger. You know. It could be. probably be a lot of collaborations since she has downtime now. She can actually yeah. go, go hang Lots out with Lots of writing. And yeah, that'd be really cool. More swearing songs. I know. Well, I know that she and Ed said that they didn't want to do another uh, do uh, another duet because you know people have already heard it. But I would hope so. That'd be fun. They both said they wanted to change things up, but I think they should. They do have two more that they recorded um, that yeah. have not been released. So you know, it would be a change if they admitted they're dating. <laughs> oh, Bell. I'm sorry. I have a one-track mind. Anyway, a little more, um, a little more likely to happen. I mean, that we can all all predict, really. I mean, between now and the next year, I'd say the the general timeline would be something like, um, from now until like the album release would be, uh, go to New Zealand, go to Australia, basically finish up the red tour, um, you know, do her European tour and things, um, and then she'll probably have to start focusing actually on the fifth album and and really, you know, heading to the studio every day, recording, yep. you know, spending um, your days all, all in kinds there. of that stuff. Planning out, planning out music videos. Right, exactly. Yeah, she's gonna have the music videos. Um, planning out the music videos. Um, planning out uh, if she does like a live web chat. Like planning out yep. uh, album covers, photo shoots. I, I mean, mean, she's gonna have a crazy ton crazy of planning. Of her. Imagine, just imagine everything that went into Red and like times two for this next right, one. Right, seriously. Just gets bigger and bigger every year. So new new tour set. New tour set, everything. Yep. Oh my god, what's she gonna do? It's just, it's hard to believe. I know everyone said it about Speak Now, but it's hard to believe how she'll top the Red Tour. So, I mean, it's gonna take probably that whole year's worth of planning. The thing I think is crazy is that usually she has been saying that um, she, you know, usually writes her. She, she has two years between each album, and she's she's used to say that she usually gets all of her material within that second year. But this time that she said that she already has a lot of writing done that she actually knows that she wants on this album. So that's a bit of a change from, like, the way that she's done her previous albums already. Yeah, which is, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. A lot of times she always says, like, the first year is for, or, or the first year between albums is, you know, just for her to kind of gather her thoughts. And then she, like, throws it all out and then starts over. But, but yeah, it's it's really cool that she has a lot of it down already. So Yeah, and tonight I remember seeing a quote on Twitter where she said, from um, an interview today that this album was going to be even more personal and that she like really put a lot of thought into it on what we would want to hear on it. She also said that she doesn't want it to be anything like Red. She didn't want to make yeah. it Red 2.0 is what she said. And she wants you she wants you to hear the song and be like, oh, that's the new that's from the new album. Yeah, I think so, she does that with every album, though. I think she does, but I think it's the, the sounding of it is going to be different. So... Do you think it's going to go kind of more back to country or more pop kind of rock kind of style? I mean, with her saying that it's going to be a more personal album, in my head, I'm kind of picturing almost more of a folksy feel. 
Ooh, I would like that. That's definitely like just the impression I get like in my head when I think about like the things that she has said about it so far. How it's going to be more personal, a little bit darker. Um, I think it actually. I mean, this is obviously one hundred percent my blind interpretation of possibilities. But I get this like weird vibe, and it's going to be like a lot about kind of maybe about like the loneliness of fame, and not like like sort of like the lucky one was like the preview to the show, and it's going to be sort of like you know how like. She did have a lot of media scrutiny to deal with this yeah, year. Yeah, I think she, she really just, did. She think, had a but, she had a really really rough year, so I think that a lot of it will be pretty you know personal, maybe more you know maybe more serious than her other songs have been. Because I mean, this past year for her was you know pretty rough. It was, and here's another thing that she you know mentioned is that everyone's picking on her about her dating life, and she's like, I've dated two guys in the past three years, like you know, or whatever. And it's like ever since Jake, she's only dated Connor and Harry, and I. And I, do, I feel like the album isn't really going to focus on relationships. I think the album is going to focus on yeah. herself. As far as, um, as far as like sonically, how I think her next album uh, is going to go, I think Ed Sheeran's honestly going to have a lot of influence on her. I, I would love to hear some more like acoustic oh, uh, yeah. songs from her. Agreed, one hundred percent. I think so. I actually, I think I actually said a while ago that I would, I would absolutely love if Taylor did an album, kind of like Ed's album, where it's you know just a lot of voice. A lot of acoustic, a lot of voice, where it focuses more on, you know, the lyrics. I was just listening to the acoustic of State of Grace earlier today, and, or, was it State of Grace, I think? No. Yeah, it was State of Grace. I was listening to the acoustic of State of Grace, and, um, that's kind of what I was thinking, too, is I'm like, you know, as much as I love the production on her songs, like, the lyrics are so much more, like, they just hit you in a more powerful way when you're listening to, like, the, you know, the raw song of it. You know, the yeah. acoustic, where it's just her voice, and you don't have all the production, like, to kind of contend with and everything. And I'm not saying that, that's, you know, the production of the song is bad. I mean, I love State of Grace. It's a powerful, crazy song. But then when you listen to the acoustic version, it gives you an entirely different, like, interpretation. And I feel like I would really like her to have, like, a literal entire album where it was really focused on, like her voice and her lyrics without like the production value that red has. And that's, again, I'm not like insulting their production value. You know, red has some great songs that I love just the way they are, but I would, for a change, I would just, I would like her to do that because I think that she has reached the point in like her life and her career where she'd create a very meaningful album in that way. I, I kind of want to go the opposite direction. I kind of, kind of want to hear her with more like a, like an orchestra related music. Kind of like, like haunted. haunted. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to see more like that big instrument, not like, you know, drums, bass, whatever, like, but more of the, like, the fiddle and more of the, like, like the strings mm -hmm. of, of things. I would really have no problem or objection at all if Taylor did an album that was uh, sort of in the same feel as Fallen from Evanescence from like nine or ten years ago. Yeah. That album was so absolutely beautiful. And so incredibly emotional and I think Taylor could really pull that off too. And that was a very like orchestrated like a lot of fiddle and mm. a lot of um like almost like a the whimsical strings. like all the strings. Very yeah, strange. yeah, yeah very her voice her voice sounds really good with the strings. It does. Could you imagine the the tour performances for that too? Oh my god. She'd have a whole orchestra ready for her. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anyway, no matter, you know, no matter what Taylor has in store for her in the next year, I'm sure it's going to be really busy, really eventful, and I know she's going to do a great job on the fifth album. You know, I just know it. I agree. 
If I were her, I'd also take a little time to do things like parasailing and hang gliding. And, oh, I'm sure know. she will. <laughs> Hopefully tweet tweet more. All right. So uh, moving on, we're going to move on to our Taylor quote of the week. So um, Haley, why don't, you, why don't you take us away? All right, cool. So that was a, that was a great discussion. Um, yeah, I think, I think uh, like I said, we have a lot in store for the next year. So yeah, can't wait to see what Taylor brings. Um, now we're going to move on to our Taylor quote of the week. So Haley, why don't you take it away? Taylor says, I've wanted one thing for me my whole life, and I'm not going to be that girl who wants one thing her whole life and then gets it and complains. I really like this because I feel like it sort of really like emphasizes the point of like the lucky one and things that we were just mentioning earlier, how it's like, you know, everyone's like, oh my God, I want to be famous. But there's so much that like goes into being famous that people I think overlook when they're not in that position. And I know, I think we've discussed this on earlier episodes too, how like, she can't even just be like, oh, hey, let's go to the, let's go to a restaurant and go out to eat. She has to call her bodyguards and make sure they're going to come with her and call the restaurant ahead of time. Like she can't just live a normal life at all, really. And that's kind of what you sign up for. It's the price you pay. So, you know, as they say, and I think like Taylor is a really, really good trooper when it comes to like people coming up to her and, you know, wanting a picture and an autograph and she's just, you know, living her daily life. And I think that's really, really cool. Um, putting myself in her shoes for a second, I don't know how to handle that. I think there'd be a certain point in time where I'd be like gracious about it, but there'd be another point in time where I'm like, dude, I just want to hang out. Yeah. Taylor's very gracious about it. She is very gracious about everything. And that's, I mean, she does really live by that. She really honestly doesn't complain or ever act inconvenienced by anything. And I think that would be really hard to do sometimes. So I'm sure some days she probably really just doesn't feel like it, but she does it anyway because that's the person she is. So in her interview with Cap- the Capitol, um, she was saying that how these guys like di- don't approach her because when one she's way too pretty. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Max said, and she's all like, she she's like, she's like, well, no one ever really talks to me. She's like, just you know, come up and say hi, because usually when there's a lot of people, they're like, oh, this person wants to say hi to you. Is that okay? And I'm like, yeah, sure, and. She's like, that's just Greg. <laughs> so she she thinks she doesn't really think of them as her bodyguards, which is nice. But two, she doesn't really, you know, since she, no no one wants to bug her anyways, because she people think she's untouchable, that it just makes her kind of want more contact almost. That's an interesting point of view, and I guess I didn't really think about it, but that does make some sense. I mean, I feel like it would. I mean, rather than inconvenience her, I think it would probably give her a sense of normalcy if somebody came up to her and just said, hey, how are you doing? Rather than, and I think maybe that, I mean, I could be wrong, and this is just my guesswork, but maybe that's the key, is just being like, hey, how are you doing? Rather than, oh my god, I got your picture! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think there's also, I think there's also points when she, like, you know, she doesn't want people coming up to her, even if they're just like, hey, hi, how are you? You know, when she's like, like, you know, the whole dance class incident when she's trying to come out of dance class and, you know, she just wants to get somewhere. She just wants to be a normal person. Yeah, I think that would be... I mean, that's it goes, just goes back to the fact that, like, you don't... You would have no idea what kind of a mood of a person is. So, like, the thought of approaching them is really taking a risk. You're like, am I going to inconvenience them and make them mad? Or are they going to be totally okay with it? And like, you really don't know, so you really have to just try and use some of your common sense. Like, I do think that in my personal opinion, like trying to ambush her and just coming out of dance class really isn't the best way to get her attention. However, I think that if you're like standing in line at Starbucks and she happens to be in front of you and she's not like on her phone or obviously otherwise really busy, I don't think there's any problem with being like, hi. 
You just, you just, you really have to use your common sense to gauge the situation and whether it seems appropriate she's, or not. She's one of the few celebrities in the world that is like, you know, always so like grateful about it and so sweet, and she never turns anyone away. So she, I think she does love it. She really does. She really does. I think like as fans, we just have to kind of remember that like they do kind of deserve their own space and time too. You know, I mean, regardless of the fact how famous they are. They are just people, too. And they have the same feelings and emotions as the rest of us, you know? And I think, like, I think it's awesome that she has that mentality where she's like, I'm never going to complain because this is part of, like, my dream. But at that same time, like, I understand where there might be some times where she's just like, can I just get from point A to point B? So, yeah, there, I mean, this, there's some great points there. So, um yeah, I think I think this is really one of those like classic Taylor quotes. I mean, you, you kind of hear her say this kind of a lot. So, so yeah. Anyway, um, some really nice insight there. So, um, now we're going to be moving on. Uh, we're going to talk about our giveaways real quick. Um, Jill, why don't you cover that? Okay, so we have an iTunes giveaway. Um, all you have to do is rate us five stars on our iTunes page. Um, leave us a review, whatever you'd like to say. Um, it just helps us rank higher on iTunes, which makes it easier for other Swifties to find us. We can gain more listeners. And it also helps us to determine what you guys like and what you dislike. Because, um, you know, we want to bring you the best show we can. And we'll pick a winner at random once we reach 50 reviews um, to win a pack of red guitar picks and a red sticker. So, some pretty good prizes. So, you know, leave us a, leave us a review and rate us so we can pick a winner. I'm so ready to give those away. I, I just gotta say, they're <laughs> burning a hole here, guys. <laughs> Waiting for you guys. I mean, it just it, it takes just a second. So, yep. so yeah, we'd love it if you guys. Their guitar picks. I mean, they're from the tour. I mean, soon they're gonna yeah. be hard to find. So it's true. Yep. Get them now. Well, again. So anyway, I think we had a really awesome episode. I, I've got to say, I, I really loved having Jill on today. Yeah, you guys should like tweet us at Swiftcast13 or. T- and uh, let us know if you like Jill, because maybe if we get enough people like, you know, like voting yay for Jill, then maybe she'll come back more often. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, she will. I liked be being on, so thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. All right, cool. So for episode 29, this has been Nate. Belle. Haley. And Jill. All right, see you next week, guys. Bye. 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 Peace out, Swift Scouts. Stay classy, Swiftcast. <laughs> I like it. Stay classy. We like it. We are in no way directly affiliated with Taylor Swift. Outtakes. Oh my Excuse God. me? Um. <laughs> that was a wow, dude. That was wow. Wow, I'm, I'm leaving that in. We're kind of corned anyway. Haley, I'm leaving that in. I'm just kidding. I know. That that's the no, 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 you know what? I'm saving that. I'm saving that for a later blooper reel. You keep saying that, yet you've never done one. Oh, it's okay. I, I have a file with little clips. No, you don't. Do you no, really? you don't. Bro. I, don't, I, I really do. You. No, I really do. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's why I got all f- flutterpated. Flutterpated. I don't, I don't know. I created that word. <laughs> You and words today. <laughs> I like it, Haley. Flutter painted.